Hey, what's going on, Nerd Related? This is the podcast, episode number one. Um, I really enjoy listening to podcasts, so I always wanted to do them myself. And we're just going to talk about, um, you know, normal day-to-day stuff, but uh, comic books, video games, movies, TV shows, all that stuff, man. We're just going to dive in, and sometimes we're going to have, you know, different like topics or, you know, some main points we're going to hit on, you know, sometimes we might not. So hope you guys enjoy and um, yeah, let's do it. So what's going on, B? Introduce yourself, baby. All right, let's do it. Yeah, man. So uh, this is Brian, you know, AKA Lobo Malo. Um, haven't really been big on a podcast game, but I know this is a medium many of you guys use to listen to stuff you guys care about. I definitely need to get more into it, but Ray's really huge on this all day. He spends listening to podcasts, so we're going to try to knock these out. Um, spend some time doing this, YouTube, as well as streaming, so we're all in on that. Um, gaming is what we do. Nerd shit is what we do, so we're going to be doing this as often and as um, frequently as we possibly can, so the first of many to come. For sure. And we repping from Wisconsin. You see, we both got the buck hats, baby. We ain't going to get on the Packers, though. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> Losers. Um, what was I going to say? Um, one thing I wanted to uh, talk about right away was, uh, oh, yeah, I, that mighty, the, the, the Mighty Ducks trailer. Um, I've seen people like, uh, man, I, why are you trying to ruin my childhood making a remake or whatever? I'm like, did y'all even watch the podcast <laughs> i mean not the podcast i mean did you even watch the trailer or anything or read about it you just see mighty ducks and be like oh they're ruining my childhood you know what i'm saying like it's a whole it's a whole different thing and it, to me it, it looks great man i mean i'm i'm, I'm watching no it looks cool i mean the fact that a lot of the cast is coming back i mean emilio estevez as an older oh, they, guy you know they couldn't, they couldn't do it without him you they definitely really can't so i think it's gonna be cool i think Dude, we're living in a time right now where, like, I think you mentioned this in one of your last videos. We're like, dude, I got to pay for all these streaming services, but everyone's coming in with so much heat, dog, that it's like, well, I need to pay for them because I got to watch it. It's annoying, dude. So so annoying. At the end of the day, like, I mean, cable, like, we got YouTube TV, right? And it's it's pretty legit minus the sports stuff. We can't watch the Bucks because they don't have the regional channels. But outside of that, I mean, Netflix – I was watching the Bucks on there. On the yeah, because it was on. It was on. Uh, oh, like ESPN or TNT. Yeah, TNT. TNT. Yeah, or oh, sometimes okay. NBA TV. But yeah, we they don't have Fox Sports. But you know, oh, outside okay. of that, like Netflix coming out with a movie or a series every Friday. I mean, you can't really get away from that. Uh, HBO Max is killing it right now, dude. March is going to be big with the Justice League and Godzilla. Oh That's man, it's just it's, just it's it's just an exciting time for like everything, man. We're just getting. It's way different, man. We were growing up and like everyone would watch the same show. You know, you had a couple of channels. Everyone would pretty much watch the same shows. And yep. you would talk about the same shows at school. Like, oh, did you see that episode? You know what I'm saying? And if you didn't see it, you didn't see it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now it's just like everything's at your fingertips. Nobody, you know. So it's just, it's a great time. It's crazy. <clears throat> Another thing with people not reading or not knowing too much about stuff. People are talking about the, the Zack Snyder I seen some I seen some comment online. Some guy was like, What is it a part two? Is it the sequel? 
I was like, where are you from, man? <laughs> and then, I, yeah, I, I don't know. And then I'm, you know, I'm not the biggest comic book enthusiast, but I'm a little, you know, more than regular. So like me and you were talking about that flag stood for the, um, the death of Superman. Uh, yeah, death of Superman. Yeah. Somebody was like, they were talking about the posters. I don't get the Justice League flag thing. And then I came <laughs> in like a douche. Like, um, I was like, that's like a symbol of the, the, um, the cover of Death vs. Superman. He was like, oh, okay. He's like, what about the Justice League um, Hall of Justice being destroyed or whatever? I was like, man, I don't know nothing about that. I was like, because this movie's about to have 150, like, I think over 150 minutes of new stuff. And I heard nothing that Josh Whedon put in that movie yeah. in there. It's gonna so be it's big. Gonna, it's gonna be almost a totally different movie. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, are, it is gonna be a different movie, like com- completely different. And people are just trashing on it right away. You know what I'm saying? Just I think um, the tone of the movie is gonna be completely different because when Whedon came over it, you can feel it trying to be more Marvel-y. Like, that wasn't the tone that was set initially. So like, it was fighting itself. Like some tones, you felt like it was dark, and then there'll be a new scene, <laughs> and everyone's fucking rainbows and unicorns. So like it threw the movie off. I can't. I'm, I'm excited. I, I mean, I I generally hate Superman, but it'd be cool to see him in the black suit and stuff. Yep. And I think I think Henry Henry Cavill's doing a good job as Superman. I would say I'm more. I don't know. People say I'm more of a DC fan, but that's just because I love some of the characters so much. But I really like Marvel characters more. I think they have a more they have a better uh, ensemble or like more people to like. You know what I'm saying? I like. Everybody you could like in DC and people that you would know, I probably like that person. But other than that, like Marvel just has so so many. And I'm not saying DC don't, but they don't they don't put out books for them. Yeah, they don't, they don't ever talk about them. It's always the same couple of people. You know what I'm saying? But with Marvel, man, it's like. Damn. So for me, it's like when you look at it. It's kind of what what Stanley said when he created a lot of the Marvel comics, and it's like. The initial aspect was they want you to be able to look out your window and see that world, right? We live in the Marvel world. Like, that's our world. Like, DC is like, you know, it's fictional cities, but you can correlate them, you know, Gotham, Metropolis. You can say whatever you want to say about where they're really at. But it's not the same of going to New York, going to Chicago, going to LA, you know, outside your window and literally seeing that. And then on top of that, even though DC is doing a better job now, I feel like Marvel's characters were more real to me. Like they were more flawed. You know, they have real life issues like alcoholism or, you know, that shit that's more real to, to people. Right. Like DC, I like DC. The flash is one of my favorite characters, if not at the top of the list, but DC, at least the the justice league, they're gods, bro. (laughs) Like, I mean, Marvel don't have many, you know, like a, a superhero complete team of just straight almost invincible dudes well i mean thor, thor yeah hulk, but i mean hulk are pretty much invincible and then what you got on the other side superman and, and wonder woman and the other dudes aren't too i mean the flash no. is op i mean green lantern can pretty much do whatever he wants to do with it as long as his imagination can think it up like <laughs> i mean so i love the dc animated movies on that point but they treat Green Lantern like a dish rag <laughs> all the time. Every all the time. All the time. Oh, I'm like, y'all going to stop disrespecting my guy, Green Lantern. Like in the last movie, what did he die from? Like lava or something? Or falling in some hot, whatever, whatever it was. That wouldn't kill a Green Lantern, man. <laughs> I don't. I, and then 
Dude, they, had, they were having to get whooped by a pair of demons. Like, they were, like, jumping them. And, like, <laughs> I was like, man, they're, they're dissing my boy Green Lantern. <clears throat> yeah, it's crazy. Like, I mean, a lot of people, Aquaman gets a bad rep in general, but, like, he's super he's super powerful as well. Yeah, Everything them, that them he movies, does. That movie killed it for him, though, man. I was an Aquaman before. I was a fan before that, so. But, like, you know, end of the day, both of those characters don't get the love they deserve. I, I, I never was really big on Aquaman until – um injustice the first injustice and i only got i only started looking more into aquaman because i was cold with him in the game dog i was doing the game. <laughs> i was like no aquaman's the truth let me go ahead and find some comic books that you know show me how cold he is well i was i always liked uh i always like swimming man so i had an affinity for aquaman right away and then i used to watch uh you know and i used to read comic books at a young age man so so i knew the difference but then I'd watch like Super Friends and dudes riding on a seahorse or something. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck is this, man? And everybody's always trashing my boy. I remember when they gave him that water hand. He had like a water hand. And uh, yeah, he beat the shit out of Superman. He was like drowning him with the water hand. I was like, yeah. He's had a couple iterations over the years. He had a hook hand. He had a water hand. And uh, he had long hair. Yeah, not think not now he has short hair. Yeah. But they're killing it now, man. I was reading, I was reading the run of uh, Aquaman, and um, he's uh, like he's trying to balance between being a king, you know, the ocean, and then being um, I'm talking about like uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, you know, when you when you talk from one side to another side, what's the name? An ambassador. Yeah, yeah. He's like an ambassador as well. So he's trying to work with the people and then be a king of his people at the same time. And then some people are trying to set him up to ruin his shit because they don't want that. They don't want that uh, mix. Yeah, yeah. No, they they're trying to work to together. Separate, and, right. and I remember uh, Superman tried to, uh, tried to come get him. And Aquaman tried to run him Bam! Fired on him. <laughs> he was like, "Hey man, remember who you're coming for, bro." He's like, "I'm a, I'm a king." He's like, "You're just a military errand boy." He's like, "I'm a king, dog." He's like, "I'm a king. Come for me. It's gonna be some problems." I mean, I don't know. Like DC's animated movies are so dope, dude. Like Justice League War, um, the Flashpoint Paradox is probably my favorite animated movie. I thought I just thought it was so dope. And then just seeing Aquaman and and Wonder Woman going at it, you know. You know, Atlantis versus the Amazons was pretty interesting too. I don't see how they can do so well animated style and then just mess everything up the other way. It's crazy. <laughs> they just try to rush it. They try to rush it. And I was so hyped for Batman versus Superman. Like um, I was clouded. You were. My you were mom, pretty high. My, my mom was clouded. You're pretty. You're pretty high on it. I mean, but, but when I, I left from it, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hate it, it too bad. I mean, I didn't hate it. <clears throat> I just hated everything about the Doomsday Bar pretty much. I was like, they didn't have to slam Doomsday. They tried to slam so much shit in the one movie, you know? And once again, people, what we're talking about that movie is because the Zack Snyder cut <laughs> is about to be coming. And I, I hope it's good. But the thing about it, though, it's not going to go anywhere. There's no continuing. That's, so that's really don't. Problem. But it still means something to me as a DC fan, you know what I'm saying? And then just um, as a fan of... Uh, um, what do you talking like media in general or whatever man like people are starting to have more power yeah the you know demand right we saw it with Sonic I yep. mean people demanded a chain in Sonic and that movie ended up being awesome yep Sonic released a Snyder Cut 
um, and it's been it's been happening with video games first though. Video yeah. games is like the main the first one to start because a couple of years ago when Xbox was like we ain't gonna do hard copy games no more. The world was like, well, ain't well, no buying yeah. your system. <laughs> or get PlayStations. <laughs> I, I mean, like it just happened. Later. Yeah, just two, days, two days later. Yeah. Two days later, we're like, hey, uh, no, no more DRM. Yeah, DRM. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. I mean, the, you just posted a video. We're going to yeah, raise price. live. We're going to double it up. Price. People are like, man, fuck that. They're like, yep, <laughs> it took one that. day. It took one day. <laughs> They're like, you know, no, guys, we're just playing. You know, we hear you guys. It's not going to happen. But it wasn't even that bad, man. And then I understand they want people to get in the Game Pass. And Game Pass is more worth it. I don't mind paying 15 bucks a month for Game Pass. The weird thing is, though, like, you know what I mean? I don't really play any other games. Yeah. But the options there if i ever want no, there's to so much stuff i know you you really don't i mean we can make and a then, whole nother conversation on what on what <laughs> that is right but like going back to to batman versus superman if you haven't watched the director's cut of that movie it makes it way better it adds like 30 minutes to it and the movie is infinitely better than what you saw at the movie theaters or you know whatever so you should definitely watch it. that it makes it so much better whenever i watch that movie i only watch it, uh, a few scenes it was good. Every, everything with Batman in it for sure. Ben Affleck is my dog. <laughs> I felt so bad for Ben Affleck, man. You can see some of those interviews after the movie started going bad. Oh, they made a lot of money, but I mean, people were just shitting on him. He'd be sitting in the interview like, yeah, he's defeated. George oh, Clooney man. tried to tell him. He tried to tell him. He's like, yo, I mean, hey, it's hard to play. It's, it's hard. hard to be Batman, dog. It's hard. Him and Spider Man are the two most famous uh, comic book characters, yeah. man. For sure, most sold, most read. You know, everyone knows who they are. For sure, it's hard. It's hard. I, I feel like the Snyder Snyder cut's gonna be interesting. Um, not using a single scene from dude. I, dude, that's why I'm so excited. It's gonna be like a totally different movie, man. It is. It's for sure gonna be another movie. And then, I, come, and then come back to uh, that month, man. King Kong vs. Godzilla. You watched the trailer yet? Yeah, it looks dope. It looks super dope, dude. It looks. It looks. It looks super dope. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm Team King Kong. I always like Godzilla. I've seen every Godzilla movie and stuff like that. But I don't know. I'm kind of uh, what do you want? I'm a Homer. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying and King Kong's American. I remember back in the day, man. In the American version, I think King Kong won, and then the Japanese version, Godzilla won. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. But I think in both of them, they ended up teaming up together. Yeah, they fight another monster. Yeah, but one was just whooping the other dude's ass more than the other. Yo, but that scene when he was coming down with that hammer. Oh, but, dog, that looks crazy. What is? It looks more like an axe. I feel like it looks like an axe. That's why I be telling people though, man. Like, is it? He's a yeah. He's a pea brain lizard. <laughs> if you think about it, lizards are so stupid. Monkeys are gorillas are smart, smart as fuck, man. And, Sign language and I mean the ability to use tools. I mean, in the Kong movie, Skull Island. We already seen him use weapons. He used that one whip thing, and he, you know, pulled him back and tied him while he was drowning them. Dude, I've, I've seen no Kong, way. Doc. I've seen Kong Skull Island like more times than I guess you should. I don't know. I'm just a big King Kong fan. Like I, I mean, it's like a good movie. Peter, what was it? The Peter Jackson King Kong with Jack Black in it and shit. I've seen that movie over ten times, and then I've, I've seen Kong Skull Island close to ten times now. I love that movie. I don't know. I'm good. just a bit. I'm a big King Kong fan. I like gorillas as well. I've always been. I always liked gorillas, but I would never fuck with no kind of monkeys or none of them. Them things are dangerous. But I mean, I can see how like Godzilla might have an advantage usually because he's he's supposed to be bigger, right? Like the Kong that we know now, the one we've seen in Skull Island was a, was an adolescent, so he wasn't even full grown. Yeah. And then the one we see in the trailer is. 
ginormous. Yeah, well, like this. Is yeah, the biggest. Except, but God, yeah, Godzilla's still big. You know, Godzilla's still bigger though. <clears throat> but um, he's always been. Well, I mean, I, I know it's different. So he's a little faster and stuff like that. It's all upgraded. But I mean, I think if you think about it, man, I know they're probably gonna end up fighting somebody. Oh, for sure they but, are. But if I if it was a one on one thing, I'd put my money on on King Kong, man. He's in the. I forgot what someone said. Like, man, he's got that uh blast or whatever and stuff. I'm like, oh, King Kong can run. He can move. He can dodge, <laughs> man. What are you talking about? He's like, where's he gonna hide or dodge, man? I was like, build his man. <laughs> he's so big though. I think they made for Skull Island. Even as an adolescent, they were saying. Uh, he was 30%, good, so. he was 30% bigger than any, any King Kong we had ever seen. And this one is like a hundred feet bigger than the one we've already seen. Did you see uh, the newer Godzilla movie? Yeah. Boy, was that a slow burn? It was a slow burn. I feel like they intentionally tried to not show you him. Like it was, it, fo- it kind of felt like Cloverfield where it followed the people more and he was like in the background doing shit and you'd see his tail kind of, you know, going yeah. through. My favorite part though, it scared it scared my kids when he when they were uh, in that ship underwater and he like came oh, by boom, came, yeah. came right up to it. My daughter was like, ah I was, <laughs> I was laughing. My son fell asleep in it, so that movie it wasn't uh, to me it was decent. But yeah, my was, son fell asleep straight. during it. It was just too like I said, man, it was too slow, slow played, man. I'm gonna watch it though. I'm gonna watch them both again before the eighteenth or the was gonna six. <clears throat> And nothing about King Kong, man. Like you said, like you said, like weapons, man. You can throw stuff. You know, so he got punches. I would put you would just put that man in the chokehold, right? Yeah. Just choke him out. <laughs> choke out to this dumbass. Oh, grab him by his tail and just swing him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he did that. In, hey, he did that in uh, the '60s or yeah. '70s, whatever it was. Swung his ass, but I put him like in a rear naked choke, man. Wrap his arms, lay him on his stomach, put him on the neck. So, um, one of the I don't know if it's direct the director of this movie or just another director. I have to look it up. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Um, but he said he wants to see Godzilla and King Kong now that it's a universe, right? Like a crossover with um, Pacific Rim and the Kaijus or whatever. He wants them to fight the those types of monsters because they're a lot more agile and kind of crazy. I don't know how I feel about it, but I thought it was interesting. Like, I mean, I kind of get it, but I don't know how far into the future you would I, have I, to I, go. I don't want none of that. It would be I interesting. I don't want none of that. I mean, I don't want King Kong and Godzilla to die, so the more things they could be, <laughs> bring it. You know what I'm saying? Especially King Kong, man. Bring it. But the thing about it is, I don't understand, like, uh, when they had King Kong locked up on the boat and stuff like that. Like, that makes him look weak. Because yeah. you, you, you can, you, you, you right. can never capture Godzilla. Right. <laughs> so the dude that got captured and put on a fucking boat is about to be the king of the monsters. You're making my boy look soft, baby. Hey, but that's crazy, too, because the scene where on the trailer where he's, like, standing on the edge of the boat and Godzilla, like, dives yeah, straight out of the him. water. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, man. That, I love that part. That lady was a Kong, but I was nobody. <laughs> but I'm like, everybody's chained up on a boat. How <laughs> well, did y'all I chain think, my man up? And he's way bigger. I think what it's going to be is that little girl, you see how they keep showing her and their relationship. The girl probably convinced him to get, like, he went on there willingly, bro. Like, she told him to come with yeah, her. Said, There's no way. Yeah, he, he's There's in there no willingly way. for sure. And they got him chained up. Them chains ain't for the whole nobody. And then, I mean, the cast is cool. Millie Bobby Brown's pretty huge. Shout out to Stranger Things. You know what I'm saying? Did you but, see her in the trailer? Yeah. I, must, I wasn't paying attention to her, man. I was just waiting to see Kong and Godzilla. All them people was boring me last time, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Brian Cranston was in the first one, though, right? He didn't, he he didn't was. come back for the second one. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't see him in the trailer if he did. 
Yeah, I've, I've listened. I was listening to a podcast uh, with him, and he was talking about Godzilla. I listen to podcasts about eight hours a day, man. So I'm super excited. I'm finally doing this now. The beginning was a little rough, but but we gonna get. <laughs> we, we gonna we gonna get. Now, we're there. moving now. We're moving now. Oh sure. yeah, we gonna get there. <clears throat> oh, so another thing I wanted to uh, maybe we could both uh, get into um, my introduction to comic books actually, and I think like the first comic book I actually remember panels from and reading um so when i was a little kid man my dad wasn't the most uh like active person like you were saying a child's life my mom didn't start working until she was in her 30s she was a stay-at-home mom taking care of me and my brother and stuff so my dad would come home from you know 12 13 hour days and he didn't want to do shit with you you know what i'm saying so we would go to movies half price bookstore we would go to walgreens and uh, i'd read comic books that's how i learned how to read at a young age so when i was like in third and fourth grade, I was already at a 12th grade reading level because I was reading comic books with my dad. And the first comic book I could ever <clears throat> remember, I have recollection of reading. It definitely wasn't the first one I ever read, but it was, uh, I don't know what issue it is, but it was Green Lantern, but it's with Kyle Rayner. And it's the issue where his girlfriend got murdered and dude stuffed Kyle Rayner's girlfriend in a refrigerator. It's one of the most gruesome uh, scenes in comic book history. And I remember that shit. I was like, dang, this dude killed dude's girlfriend and stuffed her in the fridge. I wonder what issue that is, man. So I was a fan of Kyle Rayner right away. I didn't know who, uh, how Jordan was really. I mean, at a young age, obviously. Right. I didn't know everybody like that. And Kyle Rayner was my Green Lantern at the time. And I understand how Jordan's, uh, you know, the strongest. And he's probably my favorite Green Lantern now. But it took a while, man, because I always thought Kyle Rayner's constructs were cooler. And my dad, we used to talk about this. My dad really liked Kyle Rayner because he was a comic book artist. So when he made constructs, they were always like super cool and different. And my dad used to draw a lot. My dad used to draw. He had a big comic book collection. And when he went to the military, he he told me he gave his uh, comic book collection away to a handicapped kid. And then he like stopped drawing and stuff like that. But sometimes I would catch him drawing. He'd be drawing like you um like you know in those health books there's that dude with his arms out and it looks like he has like six or seven arms oh yeah like that. yeah man my dad i saw my dad drawing that one day i was like damn i remember one day i went to him i was like dad can you teach me how to draw and he was like yeah he tried to teach me he, he knew i didn't have it in him he kind of looked disappointed <laughs> he look at it look for a different hobby son. yeah i started drawing i was like i ain't got it he's like yeah you ain't got it but so yeah but no that's my introduction to comic books man my dad used to um, same thing with video games though too man I used to watch my dad I, I, I would have to wait he'd be hogging the Nintendo all day and I would just watch him play Nintendo or Zelda and if I walked past and I bumped that fucking system and it froze he'll whip that hard ass controller at me so my dad introduced me to all that stuff man so I'm the reason I'm the nerd I am or the geek I am because of him all the shows we used to watch together I used to watch uh, Quantum Leap which is my favorite TV show ever we used to watch Sliders together Star Trek, he was never in the Star Wars, though, never. But I was coming up, I used to watch everything that was uh, science fiction or fantasy, like on TV and stuff. And he read the Lord of the Rings books. I remember when he first, when Lord of the Rings was first coming out, I didn't watch a lot of TV. I was just running the streets with my friends, being a little piece of shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and my dad, you know, he was trying to spend time with me, but hey, you want to go see a movie? I was like, sure. I was like, can my friend come with? He was like, yeah, I guess he just wanted to spend time with me. All right. I was like, what are we going to go see? He was like, Lord of the Rings. I was like, what the fuck is Lord of the Rings? <laughs> My guy was like, man, that sounds like some whack-ass shit. I was like, man, I know. And then 
after I seen that movie, that was like my favorite movie for about 10 years. I remember when it first came out on DVD, I invited you over yeah. to watch it. That was <laughs> the first time I ever saw it. Yeah, I watched that movie three times that day. Yeah, that was the first time I ever saw that movie. I was like, what the hell is Lord of the Rings? Dude, I forgot about that, Maggie. I invited you. I think you were the first one I invited her to watch it. And then when you left, I think I invited like two. I invited a different person over every time <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is the sickest movie ever. Yeah, that was the best, man. Now, so- for me, I think, like, my parents were super churchgoers. And my my stepdad, which is was my dad, like, he's the main one around. Um, was way older than my mom so like he wasn't really into the only thing that he did that I related to is like for some reason he loved playing Sonic like he would just turn the Sega on and play the hell out of Sonic the Hedgehog I I don't get it I mean Sonic is fun but it was the only real thing that like but you know baseball we used to be into baseball together things like that but comic book related I mean in 90 was it I think the X-Men animated series is what really got me to get curious about it right like early 90s 92 i want to say i watched the cartoon i was like i gotta buy everything and i still to this day buy everything x-men you know i read other things but um i mean that's that's where it started for me i think the first comic run i might have read at like eight years old was probably like x-men unlimited it came it was like right around the same time as the animated series so and then obviously as you grow up you start reading and finding older things and now as an adult you can find, you know, super old comics that you might have not even read before and just kind of dig into the history and listen to podcasts or watch videos of obscure characters you might have never even looked at. So, I mean, we're living in a fun time. Man, when I was when I was a little kid, I didn't read no X-Men. No X-Men. Yeah, no I did man. X-Men a lot. And then um, from the Marvel side we did a lot of spider-man but because of spot you know who spider-man is right like everyone every little kid in the world loves spider-man mm-hmm. so oh, yeah uh, i read used to be spider-man for sure because uh todd uh was it todd mcfarland yeah yeah that's my favorite spider-man artist man when he had the, all those like now you look back at it and it's not very uh what would you say i mean it's comic books anyways but it's not realistic the webs are like crazy like everywhere so, yeah like, yeah pages and stuff but it was sick it sure was sick man those webs used to look sick he had those big eyes man ginormous ginormous eyes yeah so those spider-mans i love those man i remember one another one of the first uh, comic books i remember reading was uh, spider-man versus wolverine i remember actually like reading the issue of, the, of that book man and i thought that was so cool i think like outside of marvel the first dc and i i honestly don't even remember the name of it but the first dc comic i ever owned and had i think my mom just randomly bought it out rummage sale for me or something it was like a blue soup it was superman but he was blue and white like even his yep. hair was blue yep that was after he died although so like i remember i that's the one the first dc comic i ever like had and read you know i read it probably read it a couple of times um, Dude, I, I was, uh, I mean, my dad was an idiot, but he knew I loved to read comic books with him. He bought me, um, like, a first issue, Death of Superman. Nice. And I had it with the hardcover and in the plastic. I think I only read it one time, and I, like, put it up on the fridge. I don't know what ever happened to it, man. I, I don't never know what happened to it. But I just remember reading it one time as a little kid and just putting it up, man, because it looks so... It looked so cool. And he had the pla- I had the plastic with it and everything. I remember my dad giving it to me. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I hate Superman. Well, this is cool, though. I, I've hated him forever, forever. And my dad's always loved him. My dad's always loved him. I just, like, I don't know, man. Like, 
he's been around for so long, but whoever just woke up and was like, let's make a character that has almost no vulnerabilities. <laughs> like, it's just crazy, dog. Like, we just kept it, it like, whatever you needed to get it. Yeah, get it. So, what was I seeing? I was actually reading something about this um, recently. I want to say like two weeks ago. And at the beginning, um, Superman didn't fly. Like, no, no, he's just he just jumped. Yeah, he leaped really high. A single bound. Yeah, yeah. And then I think they were doing a cartoon or something on TV, and they were like, "We need him jumping is boring." You know what I'm saying? Like, we need him to do something else. So they wrote in the ability to fly. Yeah, and it used to not be that fast. He was just faster than a speeding bullet. He was just faster than a speeding bullet. He wasn't, you know, second to Flash. That's what I always hated about him, man. And like, yeah. and then DC, I'm like, why do you got all these other characters when this motherfucker can do everything <laughs> they can do? He can do everything, though. It's crazy. But I hate Superman stands on, man, because I, I think it was Flash Rebirth 1 or Flash. I'm trying to remember. I have Flash Rebirth 1. I think I might have it right maybe, maybe it wasn't Rebirth. And I don't know. The, I forgot the name of it. No 52? It's, it's an older It's an older book. No, it's a, it's a standalone. I think it was It was just like um, a hard pair back. Um, let me Google it real quick, man, so these people could. So anybody listening could uh, get to what I'm talking about. Is it like old, old? Uh no no it's not that old. He beat Superman in the um in a race. They're racing for like charity or something like that. Um I'm trying to find the issue of the comic book. But um he tells Superman like Superman's like, Hey man, we've raced before and it's been pretty close or I've won or something like that. And Flash is like that was for charity. Charity. Yeah, I remember. Blue bass moon. Yeah. yeah. Superman couldn't even. Yeah, he's like that's for charity. Touch man. I want to find the issue though, man. So I'm not just talking about books and people are like, "Oh, what book are you talking about?" And yeah, I don't like know. that. Um, I know it's not rebirth, but it's like along those lines. The, the name of it. Flash. What is it called? Uh, That's been like a recent one. Let's see. Yeah, I think it was like 2000 something maybe. What, uh, In 2004, there was an issue called Fast Friends and they raced. But it was Wally West. He beat him. Wally West is actually the faster flash. Yeah, yeah so he did. Uh... In 2009, there was one called Rear View Mirrors. That might be the one you're talking about. That's Barry Allen. Yeah, it's in re it's Rebirth. Flash Rebirth number three, though. It's not the first one. That's the one you're probably talking about. Yeah, but it wasn't from this Rebirth, though. It was like, a, oh, it was it was called Rebirth, I think, but it was from like 10 years ago. Yeah, so it's Flash Rebirth number three in 2009. Oh, okay. See, I was right, but see, that's and that's nothing, man. How are you going to call that Flash Rebirth? <laughs> and then you guys do... Flash Rebirth, what, four years ago? So the Rebirth is actually a DC, that's a lot, that's a um, an arc, like the whole universe is Rebirth. So they have Rebirth Aquaman, Rebirth, you know, all of that. I have I have the first issues of all of the, you know, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Flash, and then I stopped buying them. It just gets too crazy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not, let me see. 
Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's from Jeff Johns, 2009. Yeah, yeah he says, uh, what does he say? He says, Barry Allen gets inflect infected by the uh, Black Flash. Yeah. Sick cover, dude. Yeah, I actually have that as a panel um, that I want to put on a wall. Flash is one of my... Um, one of one of my favorite dudes for sure. Yeah, this is the quote that you're talking about. He says, um, "They can't lose Barry," and reminds them that they even won a few races against him. Superman says that, and then Barry says, "Those were for charity, Clark." <laughs> oh, dude, he toast. <laughs> he toast them. I mean, but then, but then sometimes, um, it was not too long ago. I think it was in uh, the Justice League. Uh, Justice League War in the book. Uh, Superman was, I think, like the first time they met. And this is in the comic book. I don't know if they did it in, in the movie, but in the comic book, Superman was trying to hit him. He was like, "Man, he's just, he's he's just messing me or whatever." But he he can't hit me. Then they end up letting Superman clip him. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's like, what's the point then, dude? You know what I'm saying? He's the fastest man alive. Superman ain't gonna touch him. They need to slow him down, man. He's, they need to have like an issue where his powers get regressed or something like that. I'm tired of him being fast, not too fast or whatever. <clears throat> but I think we're coming up on the time soon here. So there's a thing I wanted me and you to dive into before this is all said and done. I wanted to uh, talk about our top 10 X-Men. Brian is a huge X-Men fan, way more than me, but I still love X-Men. I haven't read too much over the years, but I was really big into the cartoon for sure. Watch every episode. I started rewatching it again actually not too long ago. And then I played all the video games, mm -hmm. seen all the movies, and then uh crossover stuff. I was always I always loved uh you know crossovers like you know when X Men would meet up with you know other people and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I used to, I used to love all that stuff. And so but Brian he's the He's a bigger X-Men guy. He's reading that whole new run right now. And yeah. I don't know what's going on at so all. So I'm all in, y'all. Like, X-Men is, is my thing. And our lists are going to differ a little bit because Ray's, Ray's real nostalgic when it comes to comic books. Like, a lot of things shouldn't change. He loves, like, what he loved at the beginning. Like, I don't really care too much about that. But this new run is pretty dope. There's only been one thing I didn't like about it so far. And it's been out over a year now. I got every single issue um, of Dawn of X, you know, House of M. Uh, I mean, Powers of X and House of M or whatever the that launch was, six issues together. Uh, but now um, this island nation of Krakoa got me super geeked and invested. But uh, we're just going to run through a quick top 10 of what those X-Men are. They're going to defer a little bit. We're going to have a, a healthy discussion in general. And, and just to catch up, um, I listened to these people called uh, Comic Storian. They... Um, they like read issues of comic books so you can catch up in case you don't have money to buy them or if you can't, you know, get a chance to read them and stuff. So anybody listening, if you guys want to catch up on comic books, but you don't have time to go to the store and buy them or you don't really have time to read, the guy reads issues of comic books and breaks it down for you and you like makes use voices and stuff and you'll take a little bit of stuff out. Maybe if it's not accessible or if it don't make sense too much and he tries to tighten it down as much as possible. So to catch up with you, Brian, so we can actually talk. They have uh, X Men: The Sword. What is it called? Something Swords. Yeah, right now? Swords of X. So that was um that yeah, was a like, event, a little crossover, a little event they had. You yeah, know. they have like they have like five issues of that on there. So I'm gonna listen to them and I'm gonna watch them. So me and you could talk about that. Then they have the Wolverine. They have the Wolverine one where he broke off. You know, what I'm yeah. so com comic story is awesome, man. They try to get that stuff going. <clears throat> but yeah, we're gonna give you guys a top ten here, and we're just gonna go back and forth, maybe talk about them a little bit. 
Brian's going to be probably more in depth than me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. So before we get in there, something real cool that's happening right now. Um, I won't spoil too much, but basically uh, on the island, um, in the nation, there's a quiet, there's a quiet council, uh, summer, winter, spring, and fall. And it's composed of a bunch of people. Xavier's in there, Magneto, Apocalypse, um, Gene, Cyclops, Nightcrawler, Storm, Kitty, Emma Frost, um, three or four but for each season and they kind of rotate making the decisions on this new nation that they created um, all on the same page everyone's allowed on the island um, pretty cool we can make a whole another video on that but what I why I'm bringing it up and why this top 10 is kind of in a clutch moment is um, Gene and Cyclops decided to not be a part of the council no more and they're going to create their own team of X-Men that are going to fight for the people right and one of the cool things about it now is it's going to be more democratic. So they're going to have the mutants on the island vote for who should be on this team, which is the first time ever. It's usually Xavier just decides who's an X-Men or not. That's why Kitty always used to get shysted at the beginning. Um, but on top of that, Marvel, if you go to marvel.com right now, you as a fan can vote for one of the members of the team. And they have um, a decent selection. I'll kind of run through real quick. Armor, Banshee, Boom Boom, Cannonball, Forge, Marrow, Polaris, Strong Guys, Sunspot, and Tempo. On on names. Cannonball. I, dude, I always love Cannonball. So there's a lot of, a lot of names in there. You, this is probably like a, a third tier of the team. I'm sure they're not going to be like super, you know, gun ho about it. I personally voted for Polaris. I think she's a beast. Um, but that kind of kicked some of this stuff in in a perfect timing. So we'll just jump straight into the top 10. And you can go first, Ray, because my number I'm, 10 is going to throw you off, bro. So we're going to I'm going to stay. My number 10 for my top 10 X-Men, Angel. And that could be Angel or Archangel. Archangel, yeah. Yeah, I, I like them both. But um, I don't know, just as a kid, I was like, man, that's really majestic. And who doesn't want to fly? And I just thought it looked really cool. And then in the X-Men cartoons, he got turned into Archangel. And who looked more badass no than one, Archangel? No one looked more badass than Archangel. <laughs> so that's my number 10. He looked dope. So for me, um, my number 10 is Emma Frost. And you're going to be like, what? I know we had this conversation a little bit before. She's strong, people, dude. Oh, no, she's super strong. But most people think of her as a, as a villain. And most of the time she is, right? She, she definitely has those tendencies where she doesn't want to listen to Xavier anyways. But um, when Jean dies, she kind of hooks up with Cyclops. And her and Cyclops lead the X-Men for a while, for a long time. My boy getting that um, booty. Hey, And it's one of those things like, I don't want to get too deep into it, but like, is Gene even really his first love? There wasn't no one around, you know what I'm saying? Like they had to end up together at the mansion. There wasn't no one else really to pick from, but yeah, um, I think she deserves to be on this list for various reasons. She's, she's not an Omega level, <clears throat> human, but her ability, her telepath ability is an Omega level yeah. ability. Like only maybe Xavier and, and maybe even Gene with the Phoenix force is stronger than her telepathic wise. Um, yeah. And then the other reason she deserves to be on here there's a handful of mutants in the comics that have two mutations and she's one of them. She has her regular mutant ability and the second one when she turns into that diamond substance where she's basically unbreakable. Um, so we talked a lot about how we were going to make this list. This list was super hard for me. I probably went through like 15 iterations of it, but I had a little system. And one of the things is like cool level that me and Ray talked about. And I don't think she gets any more cool dog. She's probably the most sexiest drawn she has attitude. She's a boss. You know what I'm saying? She's the white queen. Definitely sexy. You can't go any, you can't get that ass. <laughs> My boy Cyclops hit that. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so number nine for me is going to be Bishop. 
I know you're probably like, what ambition? But <laughs> just um, that I'm rubber, I'm glue, you know what I'm saying? Whatever you say to me, you know, sticks back to you, whatever, like whatever power they use at them, you know what I'm saying? They can absorb that shit and shoot it back at you. I always thought that was cool. And that's a very strong power. So I always thought that was cool. And then he had like that old, that old mullet and he had that grittiness to him. I always, I always just, I, I, I love Bishop. So that's my number nine, Bishop. I knew it was because of the mullet. I was like, he only been to my because fam has a mullet. We get that, out of here. That curl was juicy. I mean, Bishop's cool. I just don't, you know, it, not for me, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think my number nine is going to be Beast. Um, I think Beast deserves it. <laughs> in a top 10 for various reasons but i mean he's the brains and the brawn it's kind of rare when you have those two combined um in a character in general but yeah like when you think a lot of people just think of you know his strength and whatnot they know he's smart but like his you know, abilities people, people, are super people, human dog yeah but people people downplay his strength oh yeah his strength is insane dude he has superhuman not just strength but speed, speed stamina, mm-hmm. durability, like he can, he has some form mm-hmm. of like healing factor. He doesn't regenerate gym, mm-hmm. um, any limbs, but he can heal faster than a normal person. Dog Beast is yeah. a be- he's a beast. No pun intended. The dude is yeah. an animal. He's a, he's a beast. Crazy. I'm not going to go too much into it then. My number eight, Hank McCoy. <laughs> <Beast>. <laughs> I used to, I liked him before he became blue. I used to read original X-Men comic books, man. Yeah, so when he was, he like, was a part of the gang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. So he was always strong and stuff like that. And that Beast thing just brought the more out of him, dude. And he's, you know, he's tough. He's smart. He was, he's always thinking on his feet, man. He, he's smart as hell. I think he, and I think he's been members of other teams. I think he's been in the Fantastic Four for a little bit. I think he's been an Avenger. I know he's an Avenger for sure. I'm not sure about the Fantastic Four, but they've had a couple different iterations and, help you before but he, yeah, he's definitely smart enough to uh rock with um my boy mr fantastic so yeah my number eight's beast yeah so my number eight um is gonna be a little surprising that they're this low on the list because she is a certified goon um but jean's my number eight i think i look at her um as a protector you know what i'm saying like she's she's super strong she's definitely a integral part of what this is but Empathability, uh, TK, you know, telekinesis. And then if you add the Phoenix Force, I try to split that up a little bit, right? Because with the Phoenix Force, I mean, she sees something else. Well, well, it's all one and the same. That's like me saying Angel, but not Archangel. If you say Gene, that means you like the Phoenix too. It's all thrown in there. If you do that. I mean, there's different versions of it, right? There's Jean Grey, Marvel Girl, Phoenix, Dark Phoenix. Like it's just yeah, but it's all the same person. If you like that person, you probably like all that shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what she's. She's my number eight. Number seven. It's probably a little, little low on the list or whatever. But Wolverine. Mm -hmm. I I I think he's overplayed, overhyped. Um, everybody talks about stuff like that but now that doesn't take away my love for him like i even started reading the new wolverine comic books and i love seeing him in any crossover i love his dynamics with captain america fighting in the civil war and stuff i love wolverine but he's just talked about too much so he's low on my list but i love the guy love him yeah i think some of that comes from the animated series again right like our generation was introduced to that aspect of it and people just fell in love and never let go um my number seven is nightcrawler i think Nightcrawler, it doesn't get the love he deserves with everything that he can do. Um, he's a pacifist. It's just, it's insane 
his ability is crazy. Uh, I hated it in the movies, though. Like, it's more of a fur that he's supposed to have, not like blue skin, but that's neither here nor there. Um, it's, a, I, it's, a, it's a mix between, man, because his dad looks like a... Yeah, he looks red. In mm. his mom's mystique. So it's not really furry. He's not really furry, actually, dude. Yeah, he's furry. It's like a, it's <laughs> like hair. Looks is he furry? Yeah, he's like it's like hair that he has all over, kind of like um, beast. Then or no? I don't know. No, beast is like I don't know, kind of like a. Because when I read the comic books, he looked just like a flat blue. I never really seen too. Yeah, much, it's too like much texture to him or fur. So but it's texture. Fur, it's texture, and you can kind of tell because of how he can hang on to shit. Like yeah. his okay. whole body has a texture, right? It's not just, okay. and like his feet have it, his hands. Um, you call him the pacifist, right? I think he's the soul of the X-Men. Like, no, um, no, I'm not, I'm not, I don't mean it in a bad way. Like, no, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm just playing off of what you're saying. He's like, religious, he's a pacifist, but I think whoever came up with that idea sucks. <laughs> he comes, he keeps them a little grounded, right? Like make sure we're doing the right thing. And, but if he were to get pissed, it's it's a wrap. <laughs> you know, like the dude is insane. Dude, if he wasn't a pacifist, he might be my number one. <laughs> He's unbeatable. If it's he crazy. wasn't a pacifist, he could beat anybody. Pretty wild. He could yeah, so at number seven, Nightcrawler. I look at my list on my phone. Um number six. Brian ain't gonna like this one, but cable. Cable, baby. <laughs> dude, cable. What more the he can't look no damn cooler. <laughs> he had all the guns. He's the son of one of my favorite comic book. Forget X-Men. You he's do a, love him. He's the son of one of my favorite comic book characters, Cyclops. Like, I freaking love Cyclops. And that's his, that's his son. How could I not love him, man? And then he's so strong that he's dying from his disease, but he uses his mental tele, 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 telepathy, whatever, to fight it off. So he's he's mentally fighting that off, but then he's also making shields, lifting people off the ground, fighting like, dude, he's so OP, dude. If he didn't have that disease or whatever that he was fighting where he had to dumb down his power, there's been some issues in some books I've seen where they let that stuff go. Like his power levels are insane. So, like his telekinesis was like stronger than genes. So I'll talk about him a little bit now because he's not on my list at all, right? But on the new run, in Krakoa, like their main thing is they're able to produce medicine that cures diseases. So in this new run, he doesn't have the disease. He's just full on. He's young though. He's probably like yeah. 17, but he's just yeah. full on just power dog. Like, the yeah, because well, the nuts. cable we know was like, what, you know, 40, yeah, 40 something. 40, yeah. yeah. So at 17 years old, dude, but, dude oh, man, not now. You said that it's going to make me want to read that now because I'm a huge fan of cable and I want to see. What do you like? What he's like? Yeah, he's crazy. He's, no disease. He has his own book. Like he has tight. his own book in the run right now. Yeah, it's like oh. on issue number ten or something. Say less. <laughs> yeah, he's at, he has his own thing. Number All right, six, so B. my number six is gonna be another one of Ray's favorite people. Might be low on the list, but I, I have my reasonings. Um, Iceman. I think no top ten list will be a top ten list without Iceman. Um, an Omega level mutant. I mean, abilities, you don't have to say no more, but the dude is insane. Like he looks cool. Depending on who's drawing him, he's always still look pretty dope. He has a, he has he has he has the ability to tap into Omega. He's not Omega. But he, he can't so Omega. He has Omega potential. Let's oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but his powers are so more so much more than like 
just ice, right? Like yeah. <laughs> he controls like this at, at a molecular level. Like the dude could jump in a in the ocean and come out the other side in an instant because he could travel, he can demoleculize his cells and just travel through water like a portal. Dude, he could just he could turn into a, a mist and travel through yeah. the air, G. It's crazy. <laughs> he can just like freeze the air and kill you in an instant and you wouldn't be able to do or say anything about it. I don't know if he could do that in, in this run right now though, but he's he's pretty crazy. Now, he got pissed when in the run kitty kitty something happens to kitty. Yeah, you were saying those screenshots, uh, boy. Hey, he is he is not playing no games. <clears throat> so that's my number six, Iceman. So my number five, it was uh I mean obviously we're gonna have people that go without each other. Nightcrawler man. Nightcrawler. Uh, I first fell in love with Nightcrawler from the X-Men arcade video game at Chuck E. Cheese. He is my favorite character to pick all the time. And then I was always into him because uh, I grew up kind of, you know, kind of religious stuff, man. So I like that he read the Bible and then like he had a cool life. He was in a circus. He was a sword fighter. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. If he wasn't a pacifist, like, dude, he has, hey, man, he has like leadership qualities. He's a, you know, great person. He's a good fighter and his power is unmatched. He could literally, if he could see it in his mind, he can, he can go, go there. there. Or yeah. if you could think about it, he can go there. Yeah. <clears throat> there was a couple issues where they turned Nightcrawler evil. And it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. This motherfucker teleported to the ocean, grabbed the great white shark, <laughs> teleported into the blob's stomach, put that shark in there, and that thing ate him from the inside. So there was there was there's a run where they let Nightcrawler go, and that's where you could really see how insane those powers are. You so know, he has his uh on this Dawn of X, he has his own giant, giant size X-Men um, issue for Nightcrawler. It's pretty dope. Love him. Love Nightcrawler. Love the accent. What's your, what's your number five, B? My number five, and I, I try to be like, you know, importance top to five, the team. Y'all. Nitty-gritty. Top five, top five. Importance to the team, coolness, like a bunch of factors I, I weighed in. But this might be one of my favorite X-Men. And I'm honestly, I mean, he looks super cool. But outside of that, I'm not even sure, you know. At the end of the day, the real reason why. But my number five is Gambit. Um, hey. I think Doc Gambit is code. Like, the way that he can manipulate kinetic energy at the molecular level is insane. And it's more than throwing fucking cards at people. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're, if you're not reading the books, and we've never seen a Gambit movie other than the horrible Wolverine, X-Men origin Wolverine, where we saw him for 10 seconds. But he was but, cool in there, though. I liked him in there. I mean, except the fact, for having an accent. Yeah, I don't know. I hated that movie. That was one of my top trash. My top Gambit four was, worst Gambit movies was, of all time. Gambit was my favorite part from that movie. Um, but his ability to control kinetic energy is like at the molecular level makes him be faster, stronger. Mm-hmm. Like he can control anything. Energy at that level, he can make himself do way further than superhuman things. I mean, he fought Captain America, bro, yeah, and hand was to hand. going at it. Hand to like, hand. N- not many people can fight Captain America hand to hand. So like Gambit is a is a monster. And I don't think many people look cooler than he does. Like who can pull off spandex and a trench coat better than this not man can? Look cool. Just <laughs> everything about him, man, from the card tricks to the pole to the leather jacket to the ladies. <laughs> so one thing I found out about Gambit um as he became more and more my of my favorite character is like his charm in itself is an ability. Like he can charm you. I was gonna so say like, that because he's in my top. I was gonna say if you didn't say that. So like <laughs> he can charm you, dog. And like if you're aware of him having it, you can kind of like shut it off. So like most of the X Men are like, yeah, stop. You know, I know what you're trying to do. 
But if you don't interact with them often, he can charm you to do whatever he wants. It's actually said, pretty they, crazy. They've said he's on the level of uh, Dracula. Yeah. I was about to say that. It's, it's I think Dracula wild. tried to charm him before. Somebody tried to do something to him. He And then <clears throat> his kinetic energy allows him to um, uh, block um, psychic stuff as well, too. Yeah. Not like not like someone like Xavier if he has on Cerebro. Yeah, like low-level. <clears throat> yeah, but if like someone tries to get in his head or something like that, just on a regular basis, you can't. Plus, yeah. I love his eyes, love dog. Like, his eyes look... Crazy. He's, he's pretty hot. Yeah. He's just pretty. He's a pretty dude. <laughs> yeah. So my number four, five right behind Brian Gambit. <laughs> I love. I love Gambit, man. Um, I even read his uh, one-off book. He had his own book for a while, but not a lot of people read it because I think what well, they were doing. I don't know what the hell they were doing with it. They were making him kind of like, like there was an issue where he was like a James Bond type of yeah. character. I, mean, I guess, man, it's something different. But see, where Brian likes it. I hate it. I think if they would have just had Gambit in the old trench coat, you know, doing his normal day-to-day shit, fucking off, talking to bitches and you know, fighting with dudes, yeah. I think it would have been dope. They're like, man, let's make him a double all seven guy. <laughs> Whatever. I was like, all right, motherfucker. Okay. So I think that was trash. But uh, like what Brian was saying is like, he's um he's more agile. He's uh he's faster. And then there um he has the potential of being Omega as well. Yeah. He's gone. He's gone Omega. And he was un, un, unstoppable. So he, he's gone there before. And like I said, he's just, he's just super cool. And, you know, anybody that's willing to get their power zapped to kiss a girl, you got to be on my list, baby. You know? <laughs> you go. Yeah. Number four, B. My number four, I'm actually, so this character's grown on me a lot. And I think it's because we get used to the, the main stage right like a lot of people that race talked about you know so far and i know there's a couple that are going to be on this list for sure but you know uh beast and angel like those are people that those are founders of the x-men right they've been there from day one well, you better um, not put no random person this high my number four is kitty pride so oh, okay that's all right i think a lot of it is because kitty we seen kitty grow up you know, from like a little girl in the mansion, not being allowed to do a damn thing and Xavier making her do things with the new mutants and not really letting her be a part of the team to leading the X-Men for a while. Yeah. Um, she's not, she's underrated though. Yeah, she's super underrated. Kitty, Kitty's crazy. She dude. could turn intangible. It's, it's insane. She can like walk on air if she wanted to. <laughs> I mean. See, I didn't know all that. All, all I got to know is she could turn intangible. That power she, is insane. Um, she's pretty, I think a lot of it goes to she can't even be if she don't want to be hit she can't, she can't be, be hit. hit right um she walk through walls go through people like imagine her putting her arm through your body and just ripping and shit out solid again <laughs> or putting her arm through your head you don't have to be strong to do that kind of no shit. you don't you don't have to be strong at all but i mean i think i i mentioned nightcrawler being the soul of the x-men kitty's the heart of the x-men um and it shows every time like nightcrawler's relationship with kitty's deep i mean she dated colossus for a while that'd be cool um, if they had their own run together Nightcrawler and Kitty Pryde. That would so, be a sick. Run. That would be interesting. Um, he he protects her. You know that love they have for each other is crazy. But um, she's been she's one of these characters. Uh, Ray mentioned Wolverine jumping outside and fighting other people. Kitty's been in other comics a lot recently. She dated Star Lord, so she's in the Guardians of the Galaxy for a while. Um, Star Lord, man. <laughs> so I love Kitty. I think right now she's the Red Queen. Uh, she got a promoted to the Red Queen and the Hellfire Clubs. Her, Emma, and Sebastian are running shit down there. 
See, he's an X. He's an X Men nerd. I don't know what he's talking about right now. See, I'm a nerd, but we're on we're nerds in different levels of places. And when it comes to X Men, Red Queen, that that could be a, a playing card for all I know. I mean, so Emma's the White Queen, um, but yeah, you know, that's my number four, Kitty Pride, Shadow Cat. So my number three, um, I mean, he's got to be on the list, man. Colossus, baby, Colossus. I mean, at and and at. at, at I mean, what was I gonna say? Like, in the um, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I, I always don't know what words I want to say. But he he seems boring off top or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's not the most exciting person ever, or whatever like that. But I just always loved his beliefs. You know, he was always very helpful. He always loved people. He's respectful. You know what I'm saying? He just he just had that, you know, about him. And then he wouldn't go out his way to hurt people, even if they were trying to, you know, yeah. hurt him. You know what I'm saying? He was just like a gentle giant. But he could bang with the best of them. He's super underrated. He could bang with the best of them. He could he could fight he could fight Juggernaut one on one. He's fought the Hulk one on one. He's fought with the Thing. You know what I'm saying? Like he he can, <clears throat> he can get it in. I love Colossus, and it's just cool. Like even from the cartoon to the comics to the movies, even when he was in there shortly. <clears throat> I know he was in the Deadpool movies, but he was Colossus the whole time. Yeah, yeah, but just seeing a man transform, like yeah, that's that, cool. You know what I'm saying? And he's just solid steel or whatever he is you know it's just it's it's always it's dope now colossus is cool he's not on my list but he was in the top 12. I had Dang, two, he's not in your top 10. i had two people um i had a tough decision with emma being in there but i'm like really partial with her did you um, even think about colossus being in the top I did. 10 at all he's in, he's, in the oh, top, okay. he's in the top 13. i wrote i'm telling you i made this list like at least 15 times though i wrote that <laughs> and then once i got to the 10 that i wanted it ended up going back and forth like hey, who's number one who's number six and it was just uh it was i could a- dig i could dig that my number three storm i mean storm i just i love storm i love storm's look i love what she is the way she is considered a goddess she became the queen of wakanda come on man i mean storm's out here doing big things um and her ability is crazy though i just love what do they call that um um you know when you gotta when you gotta like hired like colored people or give colored people a job what's the what's that word you know when they start uh, doing like they start doing blacks mexicans all the people yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh pro or i'm trying to think of the 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 word it is but that's what I, that's what i think when i think about storm not the shit on your parade or nothing like <laughs> no 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 what is uh You like when yeah, they give affirmative people, action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I give her an affirmative action affirmative card. Action. She's one of the only only black superheroes in comic books, man. And most of the superheroes that are black are pretty pretty cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I so mean, I, I, being second in command a lot of the time, I mean, that's, that's that true. puts her on her. That's um, true. She is... But she can control the weather. I was about to say weather, manipula- <laughs> weather manipulation is pretty pretty intense. You know what I'm saying? It goes more than just controlling, like her interaction with it, right? And it's yeah. what's cool about it too is because the X Men travel outside of Earth all the time. That's kind of a part of their thing. Is yeah. like it's not just Earth's weather. You know what I'm saying? It's weather anywhere. It doesn't even matter. Once she arrives, no, she yeah, she in a new location, it. she can feel she's it and it. control it. Yeah, she's it. So mm-hmm. I mean, I I like all the iterations. She's had a mohawk where she looks pretty badass. She's had long hair. Right now, um, she's okay. actually. Uncanny's my favorite still. Uncanny look. She's leaving the island right now to go back um, to be with T'Challa and, and run Wakanda. 
Oh, so um, they talk about their relationship in yeah, these new dope. books? Yeah. That's fucking dope. She's still dope. like she's still his wife. She's just doing X-Men things, but she's done with it now. She's going back home to him. Um yeah, and then the, the king of the king of Wakanda picked her to be his queen, so she's gonna be cool. But Storm didn't even make my list, even though I do love her. But um, she didn't she didn't make my list. Uh, and I'm sorry if any girl listeners or anything like that I didn't put any I see that. females I on see my that. list, but that wasn't on purpose. I they're see just that. not they're just they're just not in my top ten. I actually, how many do I got? Let me see. One. If any two, female would have hit my top ten, would have been Jubilee. Two, three. <clears throat> I think I got four. Jubilee's underrated, very underrated. But let's get let's get on with this list. Number two. <clears throat> number two. Man, it's hard. He it was it, it fluctuates with this guy, but Cyclops. Cyclops is number two. Oh, he's matching number one. No, Cyclops is number oh, two. Oh no. But dude, Cy- man, I don't know. The writers fucked him over for the years. Scott's a piece of shit, man. The other snake has been a piece of shit, asshole, shitty leader sometimes, and then his beliefs, you know, whatever. But dude, I just I just I just loved him, man. His his leadership, you know what I'm saying? Xavier always believed in him, yeah. always trusted him. Everybody else did too. Nobody really questioned him oh. except for Wolverine because he's a dick nose. And <clears throat> but like he's underrated, man, with his powers, man. Like people people don't know like he's an elite hand-to-hand combatant person. And then he controls his lasers like Captain America can manipulate his shield. Like he's been training forever. Like he could he could bank shot that off the ground and hit somebody. He's even made it, he's made his late, he's made his optic beam tight enough to burn a hole through the blob. Like he has so much control over that thing. And then it's been said to have the strength to blast through a mountain. Like and not just a mountain, like multiple mountains <clears throat> but people always get it confused like it's a laser beam or it's heat it's an optic blast yeah. but the coolest thing about it which is insane is like in his head is another universe where those yeah that's where they come from he's come from yeah what is that yeah it's like <laughs> a portal insane. to another universe and it's but um the energy i was looking into him and stuff man they say that in the conversation, he's smarter. He has a keener sense for things. And like, he he, he kind of has like a no, like he kind of knows certain stuff. He's so, he's not, he's normal, <clears throat> but he's not normal. But yeah, man, I love Cyclops. Oh, he man, come on, always gets the chicks. Yeah, I mean, and then, he got yeah. Emma after, I mean, I think Emma's an upgrade over Gene, but they both out here. I don't like how easy that they, they like Captain America wash my boy in the X-Men <laughs> versus Avenger Avengers. <laughs> But whatever, Captain America's <laughs> OP as hell. In the comic books, Captain America fought Thor to a standstill. Get out. But, but shut up. <laughs> whatever. Keep going with your list, man. Number two. My number two, Ray called overrated not too long ago. But I think um, oh, I got one no. my number two. No. Number two. I love Wolverine. I think I'm an asshole in general. That's how I live life. Like, I just say what I want to say. And I, I see that in what he does, right? Like, it's not that he doesn't care, and just like I don't. It's not that I don't care about other people. It's just some shit needs to be said, and he's yeah. out here saying it. Well, he's so, lived so long too, and yeah, been I mean, so he has much. Of, yeah, he's been lived through so much now. Um, he's at a point where he just don't care. <laughs> his regen, though, I mean, his, his mutant ability regeneration insane. is insane. I mean, you can read anything, dude. Like Lamb, it doesn't matter. He can grow it back, <laughs> um, and end of the day like he's really 
that enforcer dude, right? He's going to, even though he's tiny, he's not even a big guy, but he's going to go up against whoever needs to be taken out. And he does his thing. I like the way he carries himself. And if I could chime in on your uh, number sure. two, I didn't, I didn't say this about Wolverine before. <clears throat> People underrate his fighting yeah. because he underrates his own fighting. Like he's he's a ninja. He's a samurai. samurai. Like his fighting ability is on par. Like he could bang yeah, Captain samurai. America. And them dudes just tussle and go back and forth. But his healing ability, when it comes to fighting, makes him not even want to fight. Like right, that. it doesn't he's matter because he, he knows yeah. no matter what you throw at him. He's gonna run through it, but he can fight. He he's one of the best yeah. martial artists in in uh in Marvel. Wolverine's dope. I mean, you can kind of see it in the earlier stuff a lot. His agility, you know, a lot of flipping and things like that. Used to it doesn't happen as much anymore because of what you're saying. He just runs head first. It's not gonna matter. Hand to hand combat. But I mean, Wolverine's just it's just crazy. I think he's cool. I mean, motorcycles, leather jackets. Like Cigar. he just has he just has that Cigar, look. All right, baby. The I hair. mean, he's out here. He just looks the like. <laughs> He looks like a cool ass dude. His ability is amazing. He's lived forever. Um, dude, right all now, the suits, all the suits were cool. And right now he's uh, on his solo run. He's hunting down Dracula. Um, so he ran into Blade not too long ago. Yeah, Blades. Yeah, Blades. And right now he has actually this is a whole nother run. But on yeah. uh, King and Black, Blade <laughs> is asking Dracula for help to fight the symbiotes. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, Wolverine's hey. out here. Dracula uh, enlisted or took over Omega Red's mind. So he's going down. He's hunting him down. I love Omega Red. Number one. My number one X-Men and just uh, number one comic book character in my heart. Iceman. Heart. Iceman. Heart. Iceman. And the thing is, I was a fan of Iceman before I even knew who the fuck the X-Men were. I used to watch the Spider-Man and his amazing yeah. friends. And there is Iceman. I was like, oh, Iceman. Dude, I used to run around my house making the sound effects. I'm like, Psh, sliding, sliding through, like the, through the ice. Like I was sliding on ice. So I was, dude, I've been an Iceman fan before I even knew he was an X-Men. And then there was a, <clears throat> I don't know, I'm not even going to bring that up a little bit. But I yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was There's upset. Some disagreements in direction. I was upset for a little bit when they um, made Iceman come out his game. You know what I'm saying? He's been in comic books since, I don't know, the, the 60s or whatever. And then, what was it? Maybe like, I think it was like 10 years ago. I can't remember the exact time. But then he comes out his game. I'm like, dude, I have no problem. You know what I'm saying? I know people say that. Like, oh, I don't got a problem with gay people. <laughs> but whatever. You know, most people sound like that when they have that belief. But no, man, I, I love everybody. And I don't have no hate in my heart for nobody. It's just... If you want to have a gay superhero, make it from make scratch. Make a gay superhero. I agree. I agree. I think that that goes into without going too far off topic, is like recasting characters with not the way that we've always known them. Like if, I mean, I'm Puerto Rican, right? Raised black. Like at the end of the day, we want diversity and inclusion, and we want to be able to identify with these characters. But if there's gonna be a Puerto Rican superhero then make a Puerto Rican superhero from day one, and I'm gonna be all in on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't cast. Jose Martinez as Wolverine because you wanted to make it look good. <laughs> but let me get back to my um, Iceman for a little bit. Um, there was a there was a run there for a while where he went Omega, and the X Men needed the help of the Avengers to fight Iceman. Like dude was turning into giant um, yeah. ice yeah. monsters. Yeah. He was turning into he was just turning in the mist and traveling from one side of the universe, the Earth, to the other. 
Like he like Thor, he was giving Thor the business. Like Iceman went Omega level, and then because he could just he could just freeze the air. There's so like it was, it's kind of along the lines of Storm, man. When you start manipulating things, you know, like it's the, the sky, the sky's limit with him, man. So I always love Iceman, but then I love the two just for the. Um, what do you call it? Just, just like the normal stuff, man. Make ice picks or yeah. ice, ice shields or ma- ice mace. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just cool to do those kind of things, man. Oh, dude. So there's this dope ass scene, just kind of piggybacking on how how cool Iceman is, but it also shows how cool Magneto is. Um, so the X Men are fighting Doom. Doom made some like Sentinel level Doom bots. It's actually pretty cool. So Magneto brings up some iron and lava out of the ground and he says you know bobby go go cool this down for me dog and they're like there's basically a volcano erupting <laughs> and nice man's out here just cooling it down and then he turns it into metal and then magneto goes to work on the doom bots but dude that's like dope. The, the level of his power level and the fact that they turn to him when they need things to get done that are pretty you know impossible. powerful just shows you know what possible what he can do he makes he makes the impossible possible, man. Iceman, number one X Men. My number one X Men. I feel like he has to be number one, and I don't even like him like that. Like he's just not my dude. I don't necessarily care too much. But my number one X Men is Cyclops. Like you can't, you don't think about X Men without thinking about Cyclops. I mean, Wolverine's probably top of mind to everyone, but Cyclops is the leader of the X Men. You know what I'm saying? Like. He is that dude. He's always been the dude. People like Ray said respect him. Um, and it's more than that, right? His hand hand to hand combat is insane. He's a he's a master martial artist. Like that's a part of who he is. So like it's not a, just the optic beams. He's a master strategist as well, yeah. man. He puts so his position to win, man. So when he when Ray was talking about like he can see things, that's a part of it too. He's a master tactician. So like if you want somebody on your team to make a plan on how to like fight somebody you need cyclops on that team like that's just a part of what comes with it it's, it's why he leads it right some of the reasons why he's always leading into is he doesn't really question xavier too much anyways and you kind of yeah. need that right like but he also knows when to leave though too but um he uh he's something else man like they follow him just like he follows xavier blindly most of the time the x-men other than wolverine pretty much fall in line and that shows a level of respect and his ability like you're not just gonna follow a weakling he's also another person that looks cool as shit i think he looks cool all of his costumes costumes. i I mean i'm partial to the blue and yellow but everybody is dude i like i mean i like it in general what was that uh lee what's his name um um who drew that um who drew the uncanny x-men um why am i trying to blink so much uh something lee uh he drew the x-men dude i can't believe i'm it's, I know it, so don't think I don't know this. Anybody. <laughs> uh, his name, I'm drawing a blank. He drew the X-Men through the whole Uncanny series, man. I'm trying to remember. His, I know it's Lee something. Oh, my God. What are you doing here, Ray? It's some of my favorite artwork, man. Like, if, if I talk about comic books, period, I'm talking about, like, that uh, the artwork. Like, the Uncanny X-Men. I think it's some of the greatest uh, artwork ever. Their suits were just cool, man. From Wolverine to Cyclops to Magneto's look. Um, Jim Lee. Jim Lee's the artist. 
Jim Lee, man, he, he started an artist, man, and the look of Colossus and Magneto. Come on, man. They, dude, Jim Lee, that stuff. And and that's why it was so popular, though, because it just looked so cool, man. It was mm-hmm. so different at the time, man. And then that cartoon came out. and then I mean, changed- X-Men, they've been around forever, y'all. Like, this is just how, like, we're introduced to them. But so much goes into it, the social aspect of it, what the inspiration was drawn behind these yep. characters, yep. Yep. what it meant at the time, you know, in the 60s and what was happening. And really, that's what it is. Like, the X-Men you are... Pre- you could pretty much say X-Men were black. Yeah, that's, li- that's exactly what it is. They're like... That's what I always loved about Stan Lee, man. That's and, exactly and, what it is. And, and his boy, too. Um, Jack Kirby. Yeah, yeah. Jack, mm-hmm. like, um, um, cool story. When um, our top 10 X-Men is over cool tidbit real quick about Kirby and Stanley. Um, Black Panther actually was first drawn without uh, a mask. Yeah. This, this part was open. Yeah. And he was black. And the, the upper heads at Marvel were like, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> People ain't gonna go for no black dude being on in front of the comic books. Color his face up. Jack Kirby was like, shit, I ain't doing none of that. <laughs> pay somebody else to do it. So somebody else colored his face in. That's why he got the full hood and yeah. stuff. But at first, Jack Kirby was showing that he was black and had half his face coming out, man. Him and Stan Lee always stood for something. That's why they did, you know, the X-Men. And, yeah, and that, stuff that, like that marginalized group of people, right? And we still see it now. Like, I mean, even oh, that man. inspiration drawn in. I'm curious to see how the X-Men are going to be brought into the MCU. I'm sure it'll be a multiverse thing, but how does that look for everyone? It's going to be pretty interesting. So that's our top 10, you know, of the X-Men, my top 10, and Ray's top 10. But outside of that, y'all, um, we're going to be doing a lot of these things. So we're going to let Ray wrap it up for us, and we'll be seeing what, you next week. What are, what are we at right now, guys? I mean, what are we at? What time are we at now, Ricky? Uh, at least over an hour. Okay, yeah, we're going to try to we're gonna try to make these things, you know, an hour or so. You know, if it goes a little longer, whatever. And then we're going to try to hit the main point, you know, if we can. Like, I wanted to get that top ten list out today, you know, for the first episode. You know what I'm saying? But normally, we're just going to come in. And, you know, shoot the shit, talk about whatever's popular in TV and games or whatever in our life and stuff like that. And then <clears throat> also any of our listeners, man, I want you guys to, you know, be in the comments, man. Like, you know, did you like our top 10 or who, who will be in your top 10? You know what I'm saying? Or what, what X-Men do you love? You know what I'm saying? And also you get those topics, topics to talk about or what do you, what do you think? Um, what's hot or what's not, man. I want every, I want to, I want you guys to be, be involved, you know, hit us up in the nerve related Facebook page, send us messages or comment and stuff like that. And then, um, <clears throat> you know, if some if someone send us messages or comments, I'm, I'm going to try to uh, make sure to shout you guys out on the podcast. I'm like, hey, so-and-so, you know, said this or likes this and stuff like that, man. This is, this is something I really want to do. This podcast is important to me, you know, and this is something I always wanted to do. So nerve-related. Let's keep growing. Let's keep grinding. And uh, thanks for listening. And I'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace. Yeah.